entering any space. All right. Damn, you know what I forgot to do, G? I forgot to figure out what what episode this was. And I always fucking do this shit. <laughs> and it just started. All right, so I'm here with good friend. Uh, first, uh, good friend, super creative, dropping bombs and songs on you all 2019. Master of Darkness, the Lord <laughs> of the Underworld. Uh, I would like to introduce to y'all on Strange Lunch, Ace Vizzle, Goth Father, Mean Lord. Say what's up. Hey, what's poppin', y'all? You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Ace Vizzle, the Mac Daddy, the Godfather number one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and um, the reason why we're gathering here today... Um, on the day of my daughter's wedding. On the day of his daughter's wedding. on In his studio, the layer where uh, we recorded Veggie's Money Weed not too long ago, which is really dope. Gonna insert a clip of that down here, no doubt, because of the power of technology and all that shit. Like we got about five scientists, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, all right, G. So the reason why we're here is because you officially announced a couple days ago Cyberloft. So I just want to get straight to the nitty gritty and we'll see what we do with that. So Cyberloft two. So that means that there was a Cyberloft one. There was a Cyberloft one. Originally, that happened in 2016. It's been three years since the last Cyberloft. Um, well, I guess like two and a half because three would have been in October. That was the first Cyberloft. Um, yeah, that one was first at Sunnyvale. Um, this Cyberloft Volume 2 is going to be at uh, Mercury Lounge. Got great heavy hitter lineup you know what i'm saying we got yums that man we got shaz like we got johnny wolf we got gangtivity um, and i'm so <laughs> uh but yeah man the legend legends it's it's gonna be a great show you know what i'm saying uh just be like just people from the internet meeting up and like saying what's up to each other in person maybe like meeting for the first time there too mm -hmm. so so all right so cyberloft was in 2016 what drove you to do the first one how what did you learn from the first one and why are we doing the second one <laughs> um Shit, I forgot what you asked already. Uh, why Cyberloft? So basically... Why, why Cyberloft? Why is it called Cyberloft? Uh, awesome it's name. called Cyberloft because most of the people that I know are from the internet. And I like to meet up with people and like have actual human experiences with them. So Cyberloft is just like a name for the space that I want to give it. Like basically like everyone's like chilling hanging out like meeting each other and shit like from the internet cafe to like the actual like place of like meeting you know what i'm saying so like we're not on the internet anymore we're in person i want to get to know you i want to get to know like who you are what you're about what things you like what things you don't like and like you know really get to know you as a person as opposed to like this internet persona that we all have Right. 
Um, so the reason why I started doing the Cyberloft series or why I put together the first one is because I am tired of promoters, shysty promoters. Everyone's trying to make a buck, I understand, but, um, you know, I just don't think it makes sense to, like, sell tickets for someone when I'm not seeing anything back in the revenue and I would rather give back to like my community if I'm making money off of a show give back to the people that I have performing there that are selling the tickets that are bringing the people in that are you know exactly you know real experience in touch you know that that middleman game is slowly dying out and you see a lot of that happening with artists wanting to go independent or like artists not even wanting to sign in the first place. Yeah. And then you see like record industry squeezing whatever you can right now. I saw an article um, today actually that the, um, a development in Kanye's uh, legal dispute with EM EMI. Like he was, he was just talking. EMI? EMI. EMI. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. BMI is something else. We were oh, talking okay, about okay, it earlier, okay. but um, EMI is a record label, and the, ba the record label basically said you're not allowed to retire. You are here to make music, and you're always going to be making music, and that's their response to his um, legal filing. But that's a whole other story. I just wanted to say that because that's wild. Like, interesting. When they're like, like, bro, it's slavery. Like, like yeah. It's telling you that you cannot retire ever, and they can like, re-up the contract whenever. So, but um, that's besides the point. I'm that's a insane. ten years motherfucker, but that's what I'm saying. That like the middle people are no longer in control, and it's dope that you as an artist are facilitating. Which even freaking the studio, man, we got yeah. to record in this thing. You facilitated some space for us to to get busy. I know uh, there's a couple songs that the public the public has not heard yet that um, has been cooked up in here. So that's pretty dope. True. And you're expanding. Yeah. So, um, so Cyberloft, Volume uh, Two, Volume Two, and what are we, what are we looking to do different from Volume One? Who was on the bill for Volume One? So on the bill for Volume One, I had uh, Johnny Alice. Shout out! Big shout out to Johnny Alice. Um, I had Josue on there, Josue Lazarus, AKA at Catch the Mango Man. Mm -hmm. um, I had Y2K performing, so Kyle Lewis and Yum's That Man. Mm -hmm. um, Shaw opened up the show, Shaw's Like, and myself. So we're gonna see like repeat offenders in the second part. Yep, that, that was like what I wanted awesome. to, like I That's really rough. want the, the show to be like me and my friends, you know what I'm saying? Like. I want them to get the opportunities that I get. I want to be able to eat with them. I want to go on tour with them. So it's like, who else, like who better to get than like the people that I perform with or like, yeah, the people that I performed with before and the people that I work with now. And that's like a whole new game because if you really do listen to the world, like if, if people are actually watching homie stories and listening to the people that he's performing. See, I, you know who I would really like? Pressure Harris to be on the bill too. But that's just like, just wanting. Just everybody that, that like right now is being promoted within the group set, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny Wolf is gonna kill it, you already know. Like, so I'm like super excited for that, so. Thanks, man. So, if I'm not mistaken, there are, there is footage of Cyberloft 1. There's YouTube. footage of Cyberloft 1 on my YouTube. Um, 
probably like this third or fourth video that I have on my YouTube. Right. And um, you, it's like a recap of the show, basically. So, like, you get to see it. It's not like you don't get to hear the performances. If you do want to hear the performances, this is a deep cut, but you're going to have to watch uh, Yum's That Man's uh, Us Being Us, I believe, episode six um season one episode six is on his youtube season one episode six so that's yeah. like the actual performances that's like it shows like basically from the perspective of yums mm. so that's dope yeah that's kind of like uh so like cedric you know what i'm saying he's he's shooting and then like yums is like on his way to the show he performs you know what i'm saying they show like I believe afterwards as well, but they show like the keep keep going. Keep going, yeah, no doubt. Keep going, keep going. Um, yeah. So like my recap only shows like it shows like what the event looked like, um, but you won't get to hear any audio from the event because there's just like a song dubbed over it. Right. Which cool. is guts. So 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 guts. Shout out to guts. That's a that's a banger. Thank you. That's a banger. Um, so, all right. Internet personas and coming into IRL in real life. Yeah. Cyberlaw. Speaking of internet personas, so your rap name is Ace Vizzle. Rap name is Ace Vizzle. And the next layer of who you are now is, is, Godfather. is Godfather, Meme Lord. And there's, there's also another one. That's in between Ace Vizzle and so Pizza Lord. Yeah, so Pizza Lord came before Godfather. Pizza Lord was like, uh, Pizza Lord helped me out of a funk. You know what I'm right. saying? It was a it was a rough time in my life, and uh, Pizza Lord kind of helped ease that. I've read somewhere online like drawing your favorite food um, makes you like less depressed it makes you like happier like drawing your food. favorite food yeah so like i don't know people like would draw cupcakes and like that makes them feel better so i would just draw pizzas and i was like yo this like i guess this is kind of cool you know what i'm saying and like in my family we would always have pizza on thursdays for some reason pizza thursdays if you watch any of my interviews, like I mentioned, like Pizza Thursdays. Real Monsters? Yeah, we're Real Monsters. Um, who, who runs Real Monsters? Shout out. Shout out to my boy, Elijah Jetson. Elijah. You feel me? Um, but yeah, uh, we got... Uh, yeah, we have pizza on Thursdays. And like, I was really fucking depressed during that time of my life. And the one thing that made me happy was pizza. And that was the one thing that made sense to me at the time. So like... I just ran with it. It made me feel better. I would like eat pizza and feel good. I'll draw pizza and feel good. Uh, I don't, I have one song with my boy Squid Boy. Shout out to Oceanside, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Marietta, whole San Diego and shit. Um, Squid Boys, uh, where we got that song, Pizza Plug. Pizza Plug. And it's on their uh, album, Surfside Bangers. All right. Yeah. She. But um. So yeah. So there was Pizza Lord, and I went through more life. You know what I'm saying? And like, 
when you go through life, sometimes you end up becoming numb to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's like just there's so much shit going on in your life, and it's not that you don't feel that anymore. It's like you're engulfed in these feelings so much that you learn how to deal with it better. You know what I'm saying? You start to wear your darkness on your outside mm-hmm. um, instead of like keeping it in all the time. And I feel like that's a lot of what like the alternative subculture of goth is. It's like wearing those feelings on the outside and um, it's more than that, but like, yeah. no, no, you know yeah. what I'm saying? For, for like goth father's purposes, it was like a rebirth of like whatever shit I went through plus the new shit that I went through and like me basically like blocking out the haters and saying like, yo, like we, we're all just going through shit all the time and like really putting myself out there in the forefront of feelings. So when you made the song, so where does the fake sad part? Fake sad. Put it though, like fake sad, like that song, so that video. So fake sad is me. That, that moment, is that between Pizza Lord and Godfather? That's basically the birth of Godfather. So that, so if we were to listen to, wow, see now this is a connection that I'm making live while we're doing this. Yeah. So Pizza Lord, honing in on something that helps you cope. Yeah. Then now things are starting to emerge and surface, and now you're in the fake, fake sad era of your life. So you kind of like go into a group, and um. Yeah. And if you want, if you, if you want to talk a little bit more about fake sad, which is a fascinating time in your artistic, like series right here which is the middle transition and i actually see it you know it does yeah. get darker it does get you see the music videos though the, i can't sleep one you know the 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 one that you're like you're awake you're like, and it's not like the, the, the suicide one teenage suicide teenage suicide you know yeah. that's the one i, I say you can't sleep because that was my joke where like rappers just don't be sleeping like look at us <laughs> we're freaking late at night in the studio like fuck it we're working but um, um but sorry. yeah so, basically yeah. like fake sad came about one day like my boy Brian, um, aka Neckbeard, aka at Flannel Thongs, you know what I'm saying? Just to keep it also um, real quick, just to keep the timeline, when does Cyberloft 1 happen? Cyberloft 1 happens like right before. So Fake Sad is a thing during Cyberloft 1. Right before Godfather. Right before, okay, so now let's, let's, now let's rewind. I just wanted to know so yeah, we can, yeah, can yeah. touch base. This is really cool. <laughs> Alright, so back to Fix Ave, you and your boy, Brian. Yeah, one day, how, like... How did that conversation start? Well, I was, showing, I was showing him my music um, one time, and he was did like, yo, Brian this go to is school dope. Together? We went to high school together. Okay. Um, uh, we were in two, like, separate bands, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we knew each other, like, through music from high school, but... Um, yeah, one day I was showing him my music and then he told me he wanted to get into producing and he ended up producing a beat and sending it to me and he was like, yo, you know, how do you feel about this? And I just wrote something to it and I showed him like, yo, this is like, this is what's up. And what song, was, what song did that end That was Cerebellum. Cerebellum. That was like the first song that we ever made together. Then there was another day where he had hit me up and he sent me another beat Um and I wrote to that song within like a day, and that was uh, 
Red Dwarf. So no, that was no. the second song to ever come out. Um, that song is beautiful. Yeah, shout out to Nick Fury. Did he uh, produce that one? Yeah. Um, that was cool. So timeline-wise, this is like 2014 going into 2015 when he sent me like the Red Dwarf. And then like after that, he was just like cooking up beats making beats and then sending them to me and I was like writing and rapping to them and then there was like some songs that like me and him sat down and made together like um No Love me and him collaborated on that beat and um I ended up just writing the lyrics to that and then uh there's a song at the end of the tape called American Football Head with again Squid Boys that was the whole summer for me yeah. Yeah. Last summer, definitely American football definitely hit. Yeah. Like, I, I, like around July, I was listening to that a lot. That's dope, man. It's a really good song. Um. So yeah, then that came out, and uh, that uh, anyway. So that song, you know what I'm saying? Me and him collabed on that as well. Um. It's mostly uh produced by. Brian and then like I helped on like some songs I produced like one song on there which mm-hmm. was Sasha Banks interlude um yeah I was just fucking around with that beat um but so the timeline from for that was like 2014 to 2016 2016 we released the sad tape um do you remember what it felt like after uploading it was it a cathartic or was it kind of like were you, you, you I, I'm sure you were really proud of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the first very project, beautiful project that we like produced that was self-produced. Mm-hmm. So it was like we own the beats. We own like wow. our vocals on that. You know what I'm so saying? So you get the residuals on that one. Hey, yo, listen, stream that. Stream that. Buy it. That's straight to the artist, right? There you go. Facts. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was like out with Chobs one night and... I was like wondering when it was gonna come up because like I had like put it in probably like a week prior and it has to clear like they have to like check your music and see that it doesn't have like any like copyright infringements shit like that and um and so it was also like a learning process yeah it was a learning process like, like, like uh, figuring out like how to like even get it on Spotify and shit like that mm-hmm. Spotify and Apple and all those platforms, but um, I was out with Chobs and we were getting lit and then like I pulled up my phone just to check it out on Spotify I was like, let me just type in fake sad like I don't know if it's gonna come up I don't know if it's not gonna be there So I typed it in and it ended up coming up and like that's exciting. Yeah I definitely had to play it like after that like I was I guess I was my own first plays Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. uh, that project it was a really good time. So that was in twenty May of twenty sixteen. I would say Fake Sad captures the environment of OZP or just this Queens area that's really near the beach. It sounds like beachy music a little bit as well. It has a lot of other things to it, but you can really feel where you're from on this one. Cause like if you look at New York, like again, there's Brooklyn, the the Coney Island side and things like that, and then you got the Far Rock side here with uh, OZP. Yeah. And, you know, you guys are different, man. You guys are, like, this almost, like, you're the Long Beach of New York, I would say. What? what like you mean? It's weird. And I'm just saying, like, I'm in the city. So, yeah, I'm yeah. in Manhattan. So, I'm I'm in the city heart, you know, of it. Yeah. And you guys are kind of, like, 
somewhat suburban ish. Saying we're we're like LBC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been out there, but Long Beach, Cali. But like you're wow. you're, you're, Shout you're, out you're, to like all my Cali people. You know what I'm saying? That's like out there paying attention to what I'm doing because I'm gonna come out there one day. Yeah. And live out there and chill with y'all. Get a crib out there and just facts. Bungalow it out. Yeah, man. But so I, I like so I, I just want to throw throw that in there because fake sad has that beachy vibe to it, and you don't That's get very that. interesting. You don't. I'm get gonna that like re-listen to it re-listen, now. Yeah, do it. It's fucking amazing. And the thing is that since I drive for uh, as for work for like mm-hmm. to put money in my pocket, I'm in the area of New uh, all the little spots of New York. So your music just hits different when I'm around here, around yeah. Jamaica Queens, around. You know, wow, I, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> so let's go. Uh, <laughs> do you ever just like, you ever just feel like, hmm. uh, <laughs> 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 shout out to call to me. Word, that's that's big shout out to Tom. Wow, um, wow, boy. I don't even know if there was like any like structure to what I was saying or like. No, 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 no. we're there. We're structured. If, I, I just wanted to if, pause. <laughs> like I was so good. Yeah. Like, am I supposed to be going off on a timeline? Cause like I'm here, like giving you like a a whole like outline of like the years that like I don't know Pizza Lord era to like Godfather. Cause is it's that, interesting, man. Is like, that is that valid? That's valid. That's okay. so valid right cool. now. Cause like I think that like. This this is a progression conversation. I hope we continue to comb through this over the years. You know, like I am happy that we've linked up, which is kind of one of the reasons why I think that this is a really good podcast because the nature of us meeting is exactly that. Where it's like my philosophy is in real life. Let's get that. And you know, you had called me up to your house party just on a whim. Just like yo, pull up to this house party. You know, I was working, and I'm like, I right, if I'm around. I was playing it by ear. Like, I'm around pulling up because, you know, OZP is very far from Harlem, which yeah. is crazy because you used to make the Harlem trips yeah. when you were younger. You used to go to City College. He used to go to City College. So, and that's around where I live. So now I'm out here and it's kind of, yeah. And we just still making moves. Um, yeah, all right. So fake sad drops. And fake sad drops. Um, this is May. Well, what's your state of mind? Like, you're, you're shooting videos for it. The videos are sad as fuck. They're melancholy. And if you look at, I guess, the Pizza Lord stuff, the Pizza Lord stuff is very mental. You're, you're, you're doing a lot of mental things. Yeah. And it's also very guttural and aggressive, you know? Yeah, By the Pizza time Lord is very, just, very much just that. Aggression, yo, bro. Like, testosterone levels over your fucking eyebrows like just but like you you're very smart very intuitive you know like you always say in our, in our private conversations you're always re-listening to your gems oh yeah and like wow like i can't believe that i was like i'm to this day i'm still speaking to myself and I, most artists will probably feel that way like especially when you're when you're working on your early works you're kind of like damn i'm in, i'm smarter than you know, or more intuitive, you're just tuning, you're tapping into just a different part. And yeah. that shit speaks through the ages. Like, so it's kind of like people who used to write epics, Homer and all these great poets, Shakespeare, like, 
when they're writing it, they're doing it. They know they're doing a thing, but they don't know that. They, I guess maybe you know that you're doing a thing, but you're doing a thing that vibrates and who knows where yeah. um, this discography is going. You know, That's so it's cool. It's just cool that we get to like document a lot of the shit. Word. Um. So which, yeah. So like after. So right after, what's the state of mind? And uh, so you're shooting videos, and are you planning Cyberloft yet? Nah. Nah. Um. Well, actually. You went deep within yourself, Pizza Lord. Then you went yeah. even deeper with Brian. Like you, like you kind of. Oh yeah. So my, the reason why I pointed out why um, Pizza Lord was so aggressive is because like if you look at the fake sad tape, you've kind of mellowed it out, and yeah. you're, and you're kind of like you're feeling more. Yeah. So like Pizza Lord, I was kind of like trying to drown out those feelings. I was still feeling those feelings, but it was just like I I was experiencing experiencing them in a different way. Um, with fake side, I gained more patience. Um, I learned how to basically talk about my emotions and how I was feeling during the time because, like, I was doing, like, a lot of things that, like, um, personally, I don't do anymore. So, like, it was just more, like, uh, you know, kid shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was just thinking differently. Um, I was definitely more... So I said this before in like another interview, but like I was more like, okay. I was like suicidal during like the Pizza Lord era. So like I wanted to die really badly. Um, and in the sad tape, I didn't really, that wasn't like the thought process. I w it was more like love issues. It was more like um, familial and like political issues that I was dealing with. So I was like, Pizza Lord is like more of like me dealing with me on the inside and like fake side is me dealing with like the world around me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, after P uh Pizza Lord, after the sad tape though, it felt great to like see that come out, but like again, life happens and uh you know, I was going through something else, like <laughs> My ex broke up with me, like, right after that was, like, released. Wow. Um, fucking, uh, what else happened? I got into a really life-changing car accident, which made me, like, stop taking Xanax and shit. Not that I was on Xanax when I got into an accident, but, like, it was just, like, I just felt like I was doing things for the wrong reasons. So I had right. to, like, sit back and, like, reevaluate um, and that's everything. a whole conversation on its own, the drug yeah. use. But like, just in general, I think we we can we can wax poetic about that on another day. Not personal, but also just in general. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that um, this generation, next generation, even though I think people are getting a little healthier with R.I.P. Peep and other people, um, Mac Miller. Yeah. You know, like they're 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 the sacrificial lambs. Unfortunately, but hopefully, you know, like it does seem like people are smartening up. I don't see the Xanax thing as much. Yeah. You know, like there was a Zanny family moment. You know what I'm saying? Like I had weird encounters with not myself, maybe do I mean, I've maybe dabbled, but like, um, yeah, I've just been in environments where it's just like, I can't believe all these drugs are happening around yeah. me. Like it's insane. That's so. facts. The, um, the young true right <laughs> but yeah after that happened i ended up like sitting back and like 
thinking about like everything that that was around me that I actually was planning Cyberloft now that I'm thinking about it. I was like planning Cyberloft around like probably after that like accident happened. That's when I like sat there and I was like, all right, well, I'm still here. I didn't like die in this accident for a reason. So like, what do I want to do? Right. And that's when I decided like, you know, I'm, I've been going hard with this music shit. The accident happened post fix up? It happened uh, after the sad tape. So like sad tape dropped May 31st. I got into an accident like June 6th. Bro, you're on your second lap because I just also, well, I, I don't know if I, I'm allowed to reveal what's also happening besides Cyberloft 2. All right, we'll just skip that. I, you would know what I'm talking about. Lord bless this house. Of the podcast, we had mentioned something that shouldn't be mentioned. Lord bless this confidential house. information. So, all I want to say is, if you haven't purchased your Cyberloft two tickets, you should probably go do that right now. Cyberloft, April sixth. If you pre-purchase those tickets, it'll be ten dollars. It'll be fifteen dollars at the door. Cyberloft two. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I did not like leave my house for like a month like i had to go to work and shit so like i went to work came back home sit sat down listen to music and would just write like every day on my way to work listen to music and like write to shit and i ended up coming up with like another mixtape um just like from my personal just to get out what i had to say like during that moment um I made uh, the song for... Well, that project is called You Thought I Was Finished. Um, mm -hmm. That's where I have four on it where, like, I'm really talking about, like, the shit that's happening in my life. Like, actually, like, what's going on um, on a scale that I'm just like, okay, I was given this blessing. Now I don't know, like, how to deal with this responsibility. What do I do now? Mm -hmm. What are, Like, where am I going with this shit? So that was that project, me, like, getting those thoughts together and shit like that and um during that time i was still like trying to figure out like okay what the fuck am i doing now like i don't i don't have a girl anymore you know what i'm saying the one girl that i thought like we were gonna be like together forever like you know what i'm saying like type shit like wasn't there for me so i was like dude like what do i do I don't know. Right. I, I just kept making music. So, like, right after that. So, in June, this is July now. July, I wrote the, uh, or released, um, you thought I was finished. Months later, uh, as Cyberloft came around. Cyberloft was in October. Um, I ended up, we performed at Cyberloft. I uh, was currently writing to, um, I guess I'm still sad which is like another EP that I released that year. So 2016, I released three projects. You got busy. Oh, yeah, I released three projects that year. 2017, I like was basically like revamping. Mm -hmm. So the, you thought I was finished and like, I guess I'm still sad. I would consider like a part of the fake sad, mm -hmm. like, those are EPs after Fake Sad, and I feel like they kind of, like, tie into Fake Sad, but not entirely, because mm -hmm. they're different sounds, mm -hmm. but, like, the thought process was still there. Mm -hmm. um, then I started collecting beats for Gothfather, like, 
during that like November to December, I started like buying beats from news and like looking for different sounds and basically developing the sound which is Godfather. Interlude. <laughs>